Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This is the Sunday League Show Extra. On tonight's show, I'm joined by the lads as usual. Uh, they're all here to talk about uh, this week's Games of the Week, um, as chosen by Graham, Gibbs, Jamie and Roger on the Sunday League Show uh, on Monday. Uh, this is episode six of the, of the Sunday League Show Extra. Russell from the Quedder Municipal may be joining us a bit later, but I am joined by the lads. How are you doing, gentlemen? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Very well, thank you. Good. We all struggled this week, apart from Omar on the uh, predictions, who I think is 15 the biggest score we've had so far between us, gents. Sounds like it could be, doesn't it? Yeah, I I don't know what I got last week, but I think so. I don't think you got 15. That, uh, from from zero to hero, Omar this week, 15 points uh, scored from him. Two greens, two three-pointers, should I say, for those who can't see the uh, who can't see the prediction screen, obviously, in front of me. Um, but yeah, six-pointer from Omar. He got the first seven, the first seven scores he got one uh, or more points for. That's an unbelievable week from you, Omar. Absolutely tough to pick through that, to be fair. Have you peaked? Have you peaked? peaked. (laughs) I'm very disappointed in you, Omar. I thought we had a gentleman's agreement that we were going to have a relegation scrap, and uh, we were going to we were going to have fight it out. But fuck you! (laughs) Oh, we've gone from fuck Damo to fuck Omar. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it for another fifteen points. So he's he's shown why we all back Desmond's though, because he got a Desmond right as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got the Bulltarks uh, versus Metrogas game bang on with a Desmond uh, and the Erith and Belvedere into Belvedere. Uh, the Belvedere derby bang on with a 3-2. Uh, Dan Beeler as well. You got a, a you got a three-pointer on that game for your 3-2 prediction as well. Um, no other, Nobody else really with anything to talk about. All less than 10 points. Uh, Amari, you've gone from, from hero to, to zero. Um, this week with you got a five. I know, and I I checked. I did get a fifteen last week, so I've gone down by ten points, and it I didn't get none in Croydon. Horrible. Yeah, no no points in your in your own league in your in your specialist subject uh, isn't isn't the best. Uh, there there upwards it was Russell. Oh, it was me with six points. That's terrible. Um, uh, so six points for me. Uh, then it was Russell and Dan Cavell. Uh, with seven points each. League sec not getting nothing in his own league as well. League sec, yeah, it was a weird week with um, <laughs> with Inquiden. I, I mean, I got a one point Inquiden, but Albert, the elbow result, result, I think, after their start through most of us uh, and Shirley beating Fortune Eve Rangers was a bit of a surprise, a bit of a surprise one uh, after the beating that they've been taking. got a point. Well, that's playing a percentage in it. That's that's the that's um. If you go for eight two, as I say before, you're only playing four. 
at one point, basically. It's a freak result. Uh, but yeah, Dan Bieler and Stephen um, scoring nine points and last week's winner was Omar. Congratulations, Omar. Um, 10 points, I think, is going to be is our benchmark out of out of 48 or whatever it is. Um, I think 10 points is going to be a good week for most people. This week, we are down one game, sadly. Uh, Albo versus uh, Gold Coaching. I'm hearing uh, Amari has bitten the dust. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I, I heard the same, but... Um... No one told the boys, so I'll contact them for a friendly because we haven't got a friendly to speak and they had no idea the game went on yet. Okay. The bearer of bad news. Thank you. Then even worse, they get to play Amari. <laughs> I'm, not play, I'm not playing this weekend. It's the Mrs. Birthday on Saturday, so probably won't be in any condition. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, so you're going to referee instead, I take it? From my bed, yeah. <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a disgusting uh, euphemism that you were going to use there. <laughs> no, I'm nothing like you guys. Right, let's get into um, the games. Uh, four games per league, as we say, as usual, except for now uh, the Quarter Municipal, sadly. Um, the elbow gold coaching game is no more. But let's go through in order this week. Let's start with the OBD SFL uh, and the first game up, Farnborough Old Boys Guild against Elmstead, uh, an all senior tie. I've not written any stats down this week, so I'm relying on you boys to come up with with the statos. I feel like I stole the show a little bit last week with some brilliant stat work myself. Uh, I want to pass the the baton back to you boys, uh, Dan Cavell. What do you reckon on this one? Yeah, so I've got, I've gone um I've gone two one Elmstead. Um, I, I think if it was. Yes, yeah, sort of before the beginning of the season or, or maybe last season, I would have probably gone between Farnborough, but I know Elms had beat them 4-1 earlier in the season. So, um... Statel! Statel! <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah, you can um, get. Yeah, I'm going to El- do it every time. Elmstead won 4-1, yeah, so that's why I've, I've just gone 2-1 to Elmstead. 2-1 Elmstead, the prediction uh, for, for Cavell. I'm going to call Cavell and Bieler tonight, so they're both called Dan. I'm just going to go over the surname. Sorry if that's an old school secondary school thing. But yeah, Cavell going with 2-1 Elmstead. Uh, Jamie went 2-1 to Farnborough Old Boys on the prediction on the um, on the podcast earlier in the week. And I've gone 1-0 to Farnborough. So we both fancy Farnborough to win this. Uh, Cavell going 2-1 uh, against that. Elmstead beaten heavily on the weekend in the cup. Am I right in saying that? Um, yeah, they lost, they lost five nil, but that was a, that was to Hatchem's SFL was Hatchem's team. So. SFL team. Yeah, no so that's gonna, that. yeah, that'll be to beat, beat most teams five nil. To be honest, true. Uh, Russell <laughs> going one all uh, in this one. He can see a draw. Uh, Amari, where did you go? Uh, I went five one Elmstead. Um, I'd like right. to lie and say that I saw that they beat them four one earlier in the season, but I didn't see that, and it was literally just a guess. So five one is the guess uh, for <laughs> Amari Bela. Um, I'm trying to make sense of what I'd scribbled down. I've got Elmstead beat Farnborough four one before, and then it says they lost three after. So did they lose three games after they beat them four one? They I haven't. Won, yeah, they haven't won in the league. I don't think. I think they've yeah, lost. Think some, they've they've lost, lost some London Cup games and and uh, Kent Cup game potentially. So I think the three games after they beat them, they've lost three after that game. So I thought I'd go for a Farnborough win, 2-1. Fair play. Uh, Stephen? 
Uh, I've gone with Dan Cavell on this one. 2-1 to Elmstead. Um, obviously, both stalwarts of the OBD SFL. Um, I think Elmstead will nick it, though. Fair play. And Omar? I went for a Farnborough 2-1. I was going to go for a draw, but then I see um, Farnborough got a 1-1 with Bickley, I think. So I, yeah. just give it, I just edged it with him. Yeah, I'm, I, I was along those lines as well, seeing Farnborough getting a good point against uh, Bickley would have been fired up after their loss to Bolden Sports A in the London Cup and Elmstead win it losing heavily, should I say, albeit against a good team. I just thought perhaps uh, there'd be a bit of pressure on Elmstead this week uh, to do the business. Uh, but yeah, a good game that will be uh, at the Farmer Old Boys uh, Farrow Fields over there in Farmer Village. Good luck uh, to both teams. Uh, second up is Beckenham Rovers. Uh, against Groundhoppers, two of the form teams in the OBD SFL Premier uh, so far this season. Beckenham Rovers on a three-game winning streak uh, at minimum, beating uh, Greenwich Mariners in the London Cup and the Kent Cup. Unfortunate draw for the Mariners uh, and beating Sports King All-Stars in the middle of that. Um, Jamie backing Beckenham Rovers after seeing them twice recently, 3-2 to beat Groundhoppers. I've backed Groundhoppers to win 2-1. Uh, I saw them against Kawuya earlier in the season, ref the game, uh, and uh, they looked uh, back to uh, a level where you would expect them to be. Uh, Dan Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, similar to what I said for, um, for the first game, I think if you'd have asked me sort of before the season started or after the first week, I'd have, I would have gone with ground offers, but obviously Beckham, Beckham and Rovers beating Sports King, that's a big, big result like this. Um, so yeah, I've gone. I think I think yeah, the first two games he's going to either be a score draw or a goal either way. So I've gone two all for this one. Two all to Cavell for this one. A Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Um, that's a first early doors uh, shot for that one. Uh, Omar and Steve, where did you go for this game? Steve first. Uh, yeah, I've gone three one to Beckham and Rovers. I saw they were on a good run. I think it will continue. Omar. I um. I went for 3-1 only because of the Sports King result. Yeah, I think they're playing some good football, Beckham and Rovers. Jamie, full of praise, actually, for Beckham and Rovers. Don't forget, they were fighting at the bottom of uh, the Prem last season in the OBDSFL. Stay of execution because of the teams leaving the league and, and the league deciding to keep teams in certain divisions to help keep the numbers in divisions, which is more than fair enough. And they're proving... Uh, at the moment, it was a right decision. Uh, Bela, where did you go? Uh, uh, I've got no reason for any of the last three results because full-time stopped working when I was doing it all and I didn't bother to go back. But when I got to OBDSFL, it was the last league and it stopped working. So for these three fixtures, I completely didn't know what to put. So I've gone 4-2 <laughs> to groundhoppers. I think Fair they're going to have a spring in their step and win the game. Lovely. Lovely crap pun. Uh, Russell <laughs> Russell has gone 2-1 uh, to Beckenham Rovers. He's seen their uh, good wins in the cup uh, and thinks they're going to redo that. Uh, we're going to generate those that form for the league. Uh, and Amari, where did you go? I've gone the same as you. Uh, two run ground up is. Um, whenever I've seen ground up today, they've always been really good. Never seen Beckenham Rovers, so can't really go with much with them. Did you listen to the podcast earlier in the week to come to that conclusion, or do you, have you made your own mind up? Made my own mind up. Um, I've seen them play before, played against them with um, Panthers as well when um, Matt Wheeler had his team. Okay, did, did was that in the Met League or was that in uh, the OBDSFL? Uh, no, we don't have friendly, and it it was considering how well drilled Matt's team was, and we couldn't get close to him. 
Yeah, I think that might have been the season they won the Met League Prem uh, and came across to uh, the OBDSFL Celia uh, when uh, likes of Rocker Seniors came over to the OBDSFL as well. And there was a bit of an uproar about teams going straight into uh, the senior in the OBDSFL amongst yeah. the clubs. The clubs were quite, the clubs said that shouldn't happen. And uh, yeah, ground uppers stayed in the uh, senior for uh, a season or two, I think. And then they were relegated into the Prem and, and uh, yeah, it's been a tough, it's been a tough battle for them uh, to get out of the Prem. Uh, so we'll see this season. They're looking a lot better though. Good luck to uh, Warren uh, from Grand Uppers and all the lads at Beckenham Rovers. They're sick of winning already. Our third game uh, in the OBDSFL is Hayden Youth taking on the ominous Glebe Manor. Uh, Hayden Youth uh, promoted, I believe, from Division 2 last season into Division one, so this must be a cup game, I think. Gleber in Division Two. Uh, Jamie's prediction was for Glebe to win four-two. Uh, he's seen a lot of Hayden youth teams over the years. Jamie seems to have at least one of them in his division each season. Uh, this is the first team that Glebe are playing. Glebe, uh, no league games played yet, and we've managed to get to the middle of October, uh, so they need to start uh, getting some league games played. So this cup. Maybe uh, a distraction for them. I've backed Glebe to win 4-1. Uh, they're a level above in their league. And uh, as I said on the podcast on Monday, I know from speaking to John that he's tried to get them promoted. Um, Dan Cavell, do, can you see this being a problem for Glebe Manor on Sunday? Yeah, I've, I've gone 5-2. Um, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if it was maybe a bit wider than that. I think the team Glebe Manor have got they could they could probably be, I think they could be competing for promotion in the Premier, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think they're that good. And I think the last game, Hayden drew one or lesser. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't think Leicester are going to be great this season. This season. So yeah, I've gone 5 2, but I think it could be 6 or 7, to be honest. It, yeah, I think Glebe, it just depends uh, how they can keep their heads. It's, it's going to be the, the, their battle this season, I think, is going to be mainly with themselves and trying to keep that concentration and those levels up. Uh, every, all game because, yeah, I know I know that John has tried to get them promoted a lot higher than where they are. Uh, but the league are, are being um, not stubborn. That's not the right. That's not the right way, word to use. But they want people to earn their promotions through the leagues. So we could see a dominant Glebe for a couple of years. Uh, Amari, where did you go on this one? Um, I've I think I've got this horribly wrong because <laughs> <laughs> because. When I've looked, Hayden Youth Association are in the same league as Glebe Manor, but I've only just seen it's the reserves that are in the league that yeah. Glebe Manor FC are in. So yeah, I've gone off that and I thought they could get an upset and get a, <laughs> get a 3-2 win. But from what you lot have said, I think you've got the wrong team now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it, see what happens. Well, you, you, there's no change in it. I wouldn't have let you change. I wouldn't have let you change that. I wouldn't have let you change that. Uh, Russell has backed Glebe Manor to win four-one. Uh, Bela, they might be away, but they'll be kings of the manor. Three-nil. <laughs> Three-nil. Three, three <laughs> uh, and Omar and Stephen used to have matched again. Are you are you conferring behind closed doors here? I think he's copying me. You don't. He's well, got well, fifteen last week. <laughs> That's why I, I gave him all his advice last week. I just, you know, I had to make it look a bit uh, less suspect. Uh, you, are you helping him? Yeah, I'm, did... the, I'm the I'm the, the brains behind the beauty. 
<laughs> well, uh, what did you go for, Steve? I've uh, gone for three ones with Glebe Manor. Um, obviously, uh, climbing through the divisions and rightly so. They've got a great team. John's doing well with them. Um, also, probably the best YouTube team out there, I'd say. Yeah, they are. They're definitely one of the most original uh, YouTube teams out there, and they've they've got a good um, they've got a good thing going. Hopefully, uh, it can grow for them. And Omar, we I've sort of given it away, but what's your reasoning for your three one prediction for Glebe? Echoing Steve, um, they are such a good team, and what in their videos last season, I just remember them getting a lot of three ones. So I thought I'd go really average and go for the three one. No problem. No problem with that at all. Thank you very much, gents. Uh, good luck to the Hayden boys and uh, Glebe Manor on Sunday. Uh, last but not least in the Alpington and Bromley uh, is Woosh taking on Green Street Green. Uh, Woosh. Woosh playing their football in Division 3 in the OBDSFL, playing in a cup game against Division 5 new boys, uh, Green Street Green, who have taken uh, the Division 5 uh, by storm so far. Some eye-catching wins, winning 9-1 and and some big wins for them this year. So uh, it's looking like a good move for them into the OBD SFL. Jamie back in Woosh, however, to win 4-1 uh, in, in this game. He's seeing the divisional difference uh, as a big factor for this one. I didn't think it was going to be quite so wide. I've gone 3-2 to Woosh. Um, I think Green Street Green will score goals. Uh, but Woosh started last season brilliantly uh, and they've started this season just as well. So they're looking good. Uh, Cavell, what did you think? Yeah, I think this could be game of the week in the OBSFL, um, to be fair with you. Um, yeah, I think Woosh are top of Division 3 and, and Green Street Green are top of Division 5. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think I think Green Street Green have, uh, have been a bit more dominant in their league. Um, but yeah, I think the two divisions um, sort of different. So I've just gone 3-2 with Woosh. Fair enough. I think it will certainly be Green Street Green's biggest test so far. They've had most things their own way um, so far. But yeah, whoosh, we know. We know on paper. Uh, they are a good team last season. It fell off pretty badly for them towards the end of the season and they missed out on a promotion. So they'll be wounded and they'll be looking to go again this year. Bila, um, this is your pick for your, one of your um, standard uh, well, picks. Well, yeah, it looks week. like there's... there's... Definitely going to be goals in this game by the sounds of what you guys are saying. So I went for a nil-nil. A draw at 90 minutes could definitely be the result, though. These two yeah. could definitely cancel themselves out. So perhaps uh, that's planned for the point. Uh, Russell has backed Green Street Green to win 2-0. Uh, Russell with a curveball there. That could end up paying off for him uh, next week with the points. And we go through it on Sunday, should I say. Uh, Amari, what do you think? Um, even without the... Um two division difference I went with Wish to win 3-1 only thing that pipped it was Green Street Green lost the game on penalties other than that neither of them have lost in 90 minutes no this Green, season um, yeah. but yeah Stato Stato <laughs> sorry Stato I have to remember to do it uh, <laughs> Green Street Green yeah a real good team uh, and uh, I could see them flying through uh, a couple of divisions over the next um, couple of seasons thank you for that Amari, uh, uh, Omar. I've gone for a sorry, to look the other. I've gone for a three-one. Originally, did go three-two, but I just fancied it being a bit wide just because of the divisional quality, uh, the gap. Let's see what happens. And Stephen. Yeah, I think I've backed Woosh before this season, and they didn't let me down. So I've gone for them again. The divisional gap was obviously there as well, but uh, I do think Green Street Green will give them a game. 
3-2. Fair enough. I can't argue with anyone's uh, predictions. Let's have a look. Whoosh. We've all, we're all whoosh. Apart from apart from Bieler, nil-nil. He has to put his nil-nil in. Uh, and Russell uh, back in Green Street Green. Everyone is going whoosh. So that's going to be, well, one happy one happy um, predictor, potentially, Dan, B, Dan Bieler and uh, Russell. Good luck to everyone in the OBDSFL after those um, predictions. Just the one, um, just the one Desmond in the OBDSFL uh, predictions. So let's see if there's any more in Westfer. In Westfer, the, the first game this week, Greenwich Challenge Vets against Sporting Greenwich uh, in the best division in Westfer, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 6, the longest named league uh, in Sunday League football as well, that one. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, Greenwich Challenge Vets against Sporting Greenwich. Sporting Greenwich, bottom of the league uh, at the moment in Division Six, the strongest team in Westfer. Uh, and Greenwich Challenge Vets, a genuine um, Vets team. They they have got some some older players in there, so they're doing well to compete um, in Division Six at the moment. Uh, Gibbs going with a three-one Challenge Vets. Um, Greenwich Challenge Vets win. I've gone a bit wider. Sporting Greenwich seem to be uh, sadly slipping back to their to their old habits of losing heavily. Uh, I've gone five one to challenge vets. Uh, Steve, you thinking along the same lines as me? Yeah, that's the second result in a row where me you uh, uh, match there. Um, Greenwich challenge vets haven't uh, didn't lose a Greenwich derby last season at all. They won every single one. Stato, Stato, Stato. They're, they're on the way up and unfortunately Sporting Greenwich are on the way down. There's no sign of it changing at the moment. I've gone for a big 5-1 as well. No. Uh, Omar, you might have played uh, these boys last season. Um, you're seeing it as a, a close... You're saying it, you're seeing it, sorry, as a close game. I don't know what's happened to Sporting Greenwich. They were our bogey team. I could not beat them. They were like... We were like... How when they were like the JJ equivalents and then they beat us and we just could not beat them. Um, so I, I expect... Tend to be a lot better, but then Greenwich um, change bets are flying, so I expect them to win three one. You've put two one, I think, on the on the. Yeah. Do you want to change that to three one? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, three one. Three one. Okay, uh, Bela, what do you reckon? Uh, I've gone for a big six nil. Uh, I think I just saw that the vets were on it and Sporting Greenwich weren't. Uh, it looked like it could be a bit of a whitewash. So six nil to the Mets. Fair enough. And Amara, you've you've picked a big score too. Um, yeah, I've gone seven two. Even though I don't actually think Sporting Greenwich may score, but I've gone seven two just in case. Just looking at the league, seeing Greenwich Vets scoring in the league fifteen in three games, and Sporting Greenwich only scoring the one. That's got to be worth doing an eight two though, and it eight yeah, points as to get the eight points. You get eight points for an eight two. Well, you didn't let me change it because you said I couldn't change mine, and then you, let you can change. You could change. You can change the score. You could, I wouldn't let you change to Sporting Greenwich now, like eight two. But you can oh, change. You can change the actual. Let's go for an eight two. Let's see. Okay. Well, if it comes in <laughs> seven three, that would be funny. If it comes in at seven two, it's fixed. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. I'm not refereeing this one, so I can't. I can't. Influ- I can't influence the result. Uh, Russell has gone for a three-one uh, Sporting Greenwich win. That would be a big upset. Uh, and Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, I went for the same um, as you and Steve. I've gone five-one. I think in games like this, this is probably a good opportunity to sort of 
um, the vets to sort of maybe um, give some of their squad players a go. So, um, yeah, yeah um, but yeah, I've gone 5 1. 5 1. The prediction, yeah, all of us going uh, for, challenge, for the challenge vets apart from Russell. This could be a ploy. Uh, he could do that for the last one as well. He went Green Street Green. So maybe uh, that's what he's. He wouldn't have seen anyone's, but he would have heard our predictions, I guess, on the on the podcast. Uh, Gibbs back in, as I said, uh, challenge vets to win three one. The next game is a really good game. Uh, perhaps one of the teams um, underachieving this season. Eltham Lions visit uh, into Belvedere this week uh, in a cracking game. Eltham Lions not really starting the season how they would have wanted. Uh, big expectations for them uh, in the Prem this year. Um, they were a real good side last year. They are they are still a good side, just things not quite going their way. Uh, Inter Belvedere taking a jump up into um, the senior division, sorry, of the uh, of Westfar at, at, at late notice. Um, they accepted the challenge and they've t- took to that like a duck to water. Uh, Gibbs suitably impressed to back um, Inter Belvedere 4-2. Um, because of the start and how dominant Inter Belvedere have been. I've backed them to win as well, but 4-1, uh, I fancy the bigger uh, Inter Belvedere uh, win this week. Uh, Omar, uh, Inter Belvedere, what, what a team they're proving to be. Oh, they're doing very, very well. They just keep like winning every week by the sounds of things. Um, I've gone for them to win 3-1. Uh, I think they're just going to keep going. I don't know what's up with Eltham. They haven't kick-started it, but I don't see it happening in this game. No, this is a tough game to try and kick-start your season against Inter Belvedere. Yeah, they are a good side playing down at uh, the old Thamesmead Community College. I don't know what it's called now. Harris Garrett Academy, Academy, I think, down there. Um, it's, get down there and watch this one if you can. This will be uh, blood and guts and, and all sorts going on. Two teams that can go both ways. They can both play football, but they can both... Uh, Put, you can put a, a strong challenge in. This will be uh, a blinder uh, of a game. Um, Stephen, as our other Westford contributor, where did you go on this one? I've gone for a narrow um, Inter Belvedere win. I think Elton Lions just need that that bit of luck to turn their start of the season round. Um, both, you said, both teams can play. Both teams are really good sides. And uh, um, Belvedere's form, I think, will just get them across the line. But don't count Elton Lions out. Wouldn't be surprised if they managed to pull their season together today um, on Sunday and uh, get the result. I wouldn't be surprised either. They are a good side. Uh, Division Division Two champions, I think, last year. Elton Lions. Yeah, so four, and they were two. They? Yeah. So this is the the two champions um, going head to head in the senior shows how how well these two teams have done this summer. Uh, Russell is back to two all. Uh, our second Desmond uh, of the evening. So there's your second shot if you want one. Uh, Amari, where did you go on this one? I've gone into Belvedere to win 4 3. Uh, only because I've seen league form wise, when they have won their games, or in the last game, so that they played, when they do win, they win by one goal and they always concede. So I'm going for a 4 3. Fair enough. That is great. That is good stat work. That is. It's not a stat, though, but it's a fantastic. Um, it's a fantastic analysis. Bela, you've gone for a close win for Inter Belvedere as well. I've literally got it written down that they always win by one goal as well. That's really annoying that you just did that. <laughs> it wasn't worth a stat, either. So, you know, kind of uh, I said it's going to be tighter than the league positions would say, and I've got three-two to Belvedere though. It's definitely going to be a tight game. Don't look at the league t- tables until. No. January, I think, at the moment, some teams having played no league games in the same league as teams that have played four 
or free or whatever. It's a weird, that's across the board in, in all the leagues. It's no point looking at league tables at the moment. Um, Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, I've got I've got a nice stat. So I think they've won six six games between them this season, and the, all of the, all of the wins have been three two or two one. So, what um, a stat! Yeah. What a stat! It's a great stat. That is great. Thank so, yeah, you. Um, that that also with that in mind, I went for four one into Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted the stat. You just yeah. wanted the stat, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's a, what a great stat that is. Thank you so much. Um, in Westford, the game three is Barker taking on Kingsford, the old sparring partners from last season in that Division Four um, title fight. Um, Barker have started the season absolutely brilliantly in Division One. They've settled to life um, a couple of seasons, a couple of divisions higher, or three divisions Ooh. higher, even um, really well. Uh, Kingsford have found themselves in Division 1-2. Not so well. They've been a bit hit and miss, having luck in the cup against lower-placed opposition, but have had no luck uh, in their division. It's not uh, been too great for them. Uh, Omar, you saw Kingsford this weekend in the cup. and What did you think? They're a very good team, Kingsford. Young team, pass the ball about that. They know each other's roles. They keep digging. Um, 70 minutes, they didn't give up, and then a bit of quality. And then they obviously they went one two new up, and then um, we got one like eighty six minutes. They're, they're a very very good side. I don't think their results are doing them justice at the minute. Um, no, I don't think so either. What was your prediction? Well, I think I texted the wrong the wrong um, result. I want on paper on my notes. I put a two two. Looking at that, I've gone for a three one. Hang on, Northern I could Eagles, I think. no Kingsford. That could be my mistake. Hang on, I might have cleared the messages out. We're doing this live. We're doing this live on... Uh, oh, yeah, I've deleted it. Did you want a 2-2? Two -two? I wanted a 2-2. Two -two. I just... Because the last year in... They was in the same division, Division 3 last year, I just feel like it's going to be neck and neck and then Kingsford probably to win it on pennies. No, no problem. No problem. Two all then. I'll, I'll allow that. And that's your third shot if you're playing the, uh, the Desmond 2-2 two -two, uh, tequila shot. Uh, challenge while we're listening. Uh, Gibbs going with a two-all actually uh, as well on the earlier on your podcast earlier in the week, and I went for uh, a Barker uh, two-one win. Uh, I was impressed with Barker when I when I refereed him against uh, Woolwich Royals. Um, without the game was a bit scrappy, uh, and but they took their chances when needed. They looked like um, a, a real good side, and I haven't seen Kingsford yet this season. Only seen uh, some of their results. Um, and yeah, I expect Barker to win. Cavell, uh, where did you go? Yeah, I've gone. Um, I've gone three-one Barker. Like to me, the first game of the season for Kingsford when there was two-nil up and uh, they ended up losing three-two to Barnes. Yeah, I think I think that's probably sort of hurt them a little bit. And I think when your luck's out, he's out, and when your luck's in, it's in. But I think if they get if they get a win, I think they um sort of could go on a run. But um, yeah, I've gone three-one Barker. Fair enough, Stephen. Sorry, you were the you're the Westford guy. I should have gone after Omar. Where, what was your prediction? Oh, I'm happy to sit back and, and, and take my wait my turn. Don't worry, I'm not, not going to get butt <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, both both teams are real quality. They had a one winner piece last season when they played each other. Um, I think Barker though their results. I keep looking back to that Crocodile result, and and Crocodile haven't been that bad since. So beating them six 0 was a really 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 big result. Um, I've gone for a 
for a close game, but Barker to nick it 3 2. Fair enough. And some great stats there. Stato <clears throat> with the Crocodile 6 0. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good game. Don't forget, there's a bit of a rivalry here, so it means a bit more um, to both these teams after last season. Uh, obviously, us as a podcast made quite a big thing out of that Division 4 uh, battle. It was a really good, really good end of end of season for them. Uh, for all the four... Uh, for one all... more thing, Andrew. Yeah, go on, mate, go on, mate. I just want to say to the Kingford boys, don't, don't give up because results can turn around and we proved that last Sunday when we beat Highfield. Get in there. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's been it's been a long time, a long time coming for that. Yeah. That was win. our cut final. I don't care. I'm happy now. I'm retiring. <laughs> uh Bela. Um, I I don't know. I think I might have got this kind of wrong because you guys are all saying it's gonna be quite a tight game. I've gone for five mil Barker win. Um I've written down here that Barker have played four, one, four, and Kingsford lost all three of their games they've played. Am I right? No, they they won a cup game. They won a cup game against Omar's Spring Hill Blues this weekend. Um, but in oh. the league, yeah, it's not it's not been rosy for them. Okay, I'm going to stick with it anyway. You never know. Five nil Barker. Five nil to Barker. Two players suspended from the other last week or two weeks ago. So, who Kings would have? Yeah, from didn't they have um, two sent off and eight yellows or something? Oh, they had a game where it was all handbags on Twitter as well, weren't it? After, yeah. yeah um. Well, yeah, and that could that five nil could be, yeah, could be. Uh, Russell was back to Kingsford to win four one. He's going against all of the the form book uh, and everything this week. And all the predictors, Amari, uh, where did you go for this? Uh, I went Barker to win three one. Um, three things really. The league says they've Barker's played four and won four in the league, and it says Kingsford have played three and lost three in the league. Yep, and. On top of that, I ref them pre-season as well against Beckham and Rovers. They won there at half-time and they only had a bare 11. They had an injury on the second half of 10 men and only lost 3-0. And I don't think that's a bad result against Beckham and Rovers seeing as how everyone speaks highly of them. Yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. Um, pre-season doesn't count for much, but obviously all those minutes uh, have paid dividends for Barker uh, going into the season. 4-4-4, four four four, as you said, in the league. Um, they're having a good time of it. Uh, the fourth game? is uh, Footscray Lions taking on Northern Eagles. Uh, this is going to be one hell of a game uh, on Sunday. Stephen, you're best placed to talk about uh, Footscray Lions vets. You would have played them last season as Footscray Lions vets, now as Footscray Lions. Um, what do you think about this game? Yeah, that, well, I'd say they're a vets team, but they're unbelievable football inside. I mean, the first time we played them last season, um, it was only the second game of the season, and we were coming into it quite confident tried to play some expansive football and formations and they ended up tanking us 5-1. It was a baptism of fire from us. I mean, Matt Nucky, the striker, he's 46 years old, but he scored that amount of goals last season. He's brilliant, and he? Mm, Not absolutely. just him, the, the whole team. They just they know how to play football. They've got the brains. They they ping it around you like you're not even there. Um, they're a great side. They've obviously got jumped up a bit. Um, so they're, they're, they'll struggle a bit this season, I think, but they'll still do well. Um I've gone for a free-free draw in this one. I do think Northern Eagles have uh, have got a bit about them and they've got the results back, haven't they? So yeah. I did say in the group chat earlier that this this could be my red card extra point game. It could be. It could definitely be. Uh, but yeah, Northern Eagles definitely turned the corner from that disappointing cup exit against Eltham Lions uh, reserves earlier in the season. Uh, since then, uh, they've looked uh, more the team we expected them to be. Uh, Gibbs has predicted... Uh, an Northern Eagles 5-3 win. 
uh, on sun on Sunday, and uh, that's not a silly prediction. Or either team winning here won't be a shock to anyone. Uh, I've backed Footscray Lions, however, to win three two. Uh, I just think with Matt Nucky playing against anyone in this division, uh, he's going to get a goal. It's as simple as that. There's, there's some strikers um, playing for their teams. You just know they're going to score. And, and Matt Nucky is an unbelievable uh, footballer for his age, not just for his age uh, in the league as a whole. Uh, so good luck uh, to both teams there from me. Uh, Cavell, what do you reckon? Yes, I've got a nice little, another little stat here. So, yeah, Footscray have played um, six games this season. They've scored at least four in all of them. So, uh, I'm, not sure many... <laughs> I'm not sure how many Matt, Matt Nucky have got of them. I've, I've never heard of probably them. all of them. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, Northern they Eagles... do concede though. They do concede. Yeah. Footscray lines. Yeah, well, North, Northern Eagles the third, two divisions above. I think if it was a team, maybe in sixth or seventh, or they may be swayed with Footscray. But um, I've gone, I've gone three all. Fair enough. Two draws predicted by uh, Stephen and Dan. Uh, Omar as our uh, Westfa uh, specialist on our on this podcast. What do you reckon on this one? Well, I find Northern Eagles one of those teams that could either be really good or just not on it. As as they found out with Elton Lyons, really good, well. very shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as they've done with Elton Lyons, getting yeah, knocked out of cup and then beating their senior team. So and for, like for like um Footscray Lions they score goals so I've gone for the three points here and gone for a big win for Footscray Lions to win five two. Fair enough. It could easily happen, as you say, if um if Northern Northern Eagles aren't on it and they give certain players uh from Footscray Lions a bit of time and space on the ball to feed Matt Nucky and and their other forwards. Don't forget they've got good forwards all over uh Danny the squad. <laughs> Yeah, if they give him space, he'll pick a pass and and all that. So yeah, um, if, if Northern Eagles will have to be at their best to get a result on Sunday, as will Footscray Lions. Uh, Northern Eagles, a very well organised side. Uh, Russell going for a nil-nil draw in this one. Very boring. There's no way this is going to be nil-nil. That's an ap- <laughs> no that's one. Chance. That is no the chance. worst prediction I've ever seen on the <laughs> on the Sunday if, league if show. It was after extra. four minutes, and he said that, I'd agree. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bila, what do you reckon? Uh, I've gone with Omar on this one. 5-2. There'll be goals, goals, goals. Um, but Footscray look really, really good this year. So 5-2 Footscray. Fantastic. And Amari, what do you reckon? Um, firstly, in answer to the question earlier on, Masinaki has eight goals in four games. Yeah, I mean, that's what he does. That's just that's what he all. does. That's um, all. Thank you for looking it up. Well, I time for us. It's no problem done that quickly while you're talking. Look at me. And but I don't think that's going to be enough to help him with the just the difference in division. So I've gone Northern Eagles four and Footscray Lions two, so four two for Northern Eagles. Fair play. I think this is one of those games where, as I've said before, a draw at ninety minutes ain't going to surprise anyone, uh, and a win either way. This is this is a very even matched, evenly matched game. Uh, but I do think Northern Eagles will have to be at 100% uh, to win this game. I've said a while ago that Northern Eagles don't score goals. And since then, I think they've scored about 10 goals in, in three weeks. So uh, what do I know? But um, yeah, they they will need to score goals in this one because I think, as we've said, uh, Matt Nucky scoring two per game on average at the moment. Uh, and Northern Eagles will have to bear that in mind. Right, into uh, the Southern Sunday, Dan Beeler's specialist area. 
so to yeah. speak. The only the only one yeah. that we want to speak about anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I only got one. He got one last week, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, game one, uh, an intriguing one. This one, and maybe uh, Dan, a good game to start. Mortlake taking on Clapham Rovers. Mortlake uh, relegation sort of fighters with you last season in Division Four. This season, a completely different team, it seems, and taking the division by storm. Um, they're playing Prem champions and Sunday FA Cup entrance, uh, Clapham Rovers in um, the Marcus Lipton Cup and a cup that's been a graveyard for the, for the higher place team. Mm. Uh, Clapham Rovers not really starting the season, uh, Bela looking like champions. Um, it hasn't been that way for them uh, this year. Um, Mortlake, a different, as I say, a reinvigorated team, you, like yourselves, reacting to uh, adversity last season and coming back this year uh, and looking completely upbeat. Um, I've gone for a 2-1 Mortlake win, so much so that I think Mortlake will do the business. I've, I'm not sure that's the greatest That's the greatest of um, predictions, but I'm back in the underdogs in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Have you done the same? I haven't done the same. And this week, there's three teams, the first three that have been chosen, three teams that I think are going to turn their seasons around this week. Um, and Clapham Rovers are one of them. I know they don't look like they've started well, but they are still the Prem champions. Yeah. And actually, their losses haven't been drubbings at all against Prem teams. If you're losing to tight games against teams that are in the Prem, you're not that. You know, you've not completely lost the plot. No. Um, and I saw Mortlake lost to Park Life B as well um, in the one of the Cups, I think. Um, so they're beatable by teams around them, although they're on really good form. I just can see Clapham Rovers taking it 4-2. Back to Clapham. You've back, backed your Clapham brothers this I'm week. I'm never back against the Clapham team. Uh, have you given Mortlake any advice about how to beat a Prem team in the cup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ride your luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amari, where did you go uh, for this one? Um, I went 4-2 Clapham Rovers. Uh, the only one being that Mortlake lost 4-2 to Parklife B, whereas Clapham Rovers, I believe, beat Parklife. Yeah. I believe it was their first team yeah. as well. So, yeah, don't just put in that. And obviously the division difference, so I just went with that. Fair play. I've I've rolled the dice this week, I've got to say. I've had a I've had a, a go on uh, Mortlake uh, and the Marcus Lipton Cup has a, has a habit, as I say, of the higher team uh, getting knocked out. But this is a massive uh, risk for me this week. Uh, Russell was back to Clapham Rovers to win 3-1. Uh, Steve, where did you go? Uh, listen, I've took into consideration the previous conversations we've had about this Marcus Lipton Cup and I've heard it's the upset Cup Central, you know? Yep. Everyone everyone uh, seems to lose the big teams. Maybe they don't care about it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I've gone for Mortlake to, to spring a surprise on everyone and win 2-1. Fantastic. This is the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup this season, by the way. Uh, the league giving the podcast uh, naming, naming uh, rights on the on the cup this season. So uh, we're very chuffed to be uh, part of it. Uh, Omar, can you see an upset? No, I've gone for a 4-2 clap and win. Um, I think it's because they narrowly lost to the, the team that's first base, Southwest. Um, Rangers 4 3. So I yep. think even though they're seventh, I think they've got something about them. I've gone for a 4 2, and obviously um, because of the divisional gap as well. Fair play. Uh, Cavell, you're thinking along the same lines, I think. Yeah, I've, I've gone 4 2. 
um, Clapham as well. I think I think Malt Lake are top, but I think I see that. I think they've been winning games by sort of a goal, goal or two. Um, I think sometimes, like for the Footscray, when you win sort of nine nil, you can sort of make a case for them when you're four leagues below. But I think if you're winning by one or two, I think the team in the top division should sort of come through it. Fair play, fair enough. I can't, I uh, can't disagree with your reasoning oh, for Clapham Rovers to win. As I say, mine was just a, a roll of the dice and, and just having a go. Uh, let's see what happens in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, game two puts together two championship teams: the Wheatsheaf Athletic uh, and Albion. Albion relegated from uh, the Prem last season without a whimper. Really, one good, one good result for them uh, all season uh, was a win against Swag. Uh, in a midweek game towards the end of the season. Uh, Wheatsheaf missing out on promotion to the Prem, uh, I believe on the last day of the season, I think that race went to Lazio getting the getting the nod in the end. Um, Bila, um, what do you think on the, the result of this one? Uh, I was playing a five-a-side with the Wheatsheaf boys last night, actually. So I was, I was having a little chat to them. They're, they're, they're seeming good spirits uh, and they're up for it. Um, I see Wheatsheaf, Wheatsheaf, apart from last week, they're scoring two or more pretty much every week. So at Albion. Yep. Um, and Albion, like, like I said, they're doing really well. Like, all credit to them. Um, but it's still been quite tight. And Wheatsheaf, one of them teams, along with uh, Clapham Rovers and I think Wimbledon Wolves coming up, who I think are going to kind of click into gear this week. And also, I back Wheatsheaf to win the, this this league as, at the beginning of the season. So mm. I'm going to stick with them when they pop up. I've gone for Wheatsheaf 3-1. 3-1 winners uh, predicted by Bila. 3-1 uh, for Wheatsheaf. They were a good side last year. Uh, yeah. Just probably started that run at the end of the season. Just a few weeks a too, too late, late for them. Yeah, uh, They were unlucky. Um, I'm going to back Albion to win 3-2. Um, they're in a good they're in a good thing at the moment and they've they've another team who's bounced back from adversity uh, and relegation to, to be positive this season. They must be enjoying themselves massively down at Albion at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to back them to win uh, 3-2. Uh, Russell back in uh, a one-all draw. Uh, Gavel, where did you go on this one? Yeah, like, like I say every week, the SSFL and um, the Croydon League, I'm literally basing it off um, sort of what's gone on this season. And I've just looked at the league table and I've gone, um, yeah, 3-1 three, three, Albion, just literally based on the first few games. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Amari, where did you go? I have gone four-one to Albion. Um, just the looking at the league table, Albion drew with Putney Town and Beachsheaf lost to Putney Town. Fair play. Uh, no, yeah, the, way around. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Albion yeah, beat was, Putney yeah, Town and Beachsheaf drew with them. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Albion beat them. I think the week after, uh, Putney Town won nine-one in their opening day fixture in the in the uh, Southern Sunday. So Albion uh, showing that they have got a bit about them. Uh, Steve, where did you go? Yeah, based on the league results this season and uh, the table, I've gone for a 3-1 Albion win. Nice one. And Omar? I've gone for a 3-0 Albion win. 3-0. Uh, Clean sheet at the Albion. Yeah, I don't know why I've done that, but yeah, I've just gone for a 3-0. <laughs> I think it's on my notes. It just says... Wheatsheaf got a 2-2 draw with the Virgins in Division 8. So that made me... Virgins, Virgins. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the third game. Thank you, everybody. I think that's all your results in. Thank you. Uh, the third game, uh, Wimbledon Wolves taking on Val County. Wimbledon Wolves, I think we said on the podcast, Bela, on Monday, that they haven't really um, started the season fantastically well, despite 
despite the South Bank Cup, I think it's called, uh, at the beginning of the season, win against um, Clapham Rovers. Um, Wimbledon Wolves not really at it like we was expecting them to be. Um, I've gone for a 2-1 Wimbledon Wolves win, however, against Val County. Uh, and you fancy a bit of a, a bigger Wimbledon Wolves win yourself. Yeah, again, last time I'll bleat on about this, but Wimbledon Wolves, again, I can see they're a team that have got the quality. They beat Clapham Rovers and Kudos, who aren't yeah. bad teams at all. Yeah. Um, although they got a bit of a spanking last week. Um, but I saw that Val County drew with Northcote, who are not having a great season themselves in, in our division. No. Um, and if kind of Val County aren't able to put away the sort of Northcotes, I can't see them beating... Um, Wimbledon Wolves, if I'm honest. So I've gone for a 4 1 to Wimbledon Wolves. Fair play. Uh, Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, so I, I, I looked at both their results and they both lost to um, Kudos. I think it is 3 1. Start all. Start all. That's my third one of the night. Um, <laughs> so so uh, yeah, I, I went for 2 all just for that reason. Fair enough. It's, it's an equal, it could be an equal game. Uh, I mean, obviously, Dan thinks it's going to be wider. Uh, we've got two. Um, Omar and Steve, you've gone either way here. Omar, what was your what was your thoughts for this one? Uh, I went for a three-one win to the home side because uh, Wimbledon Wolves they beat Kudos three-one, and then um, Val County lost three-one, and okay. they also Wimbledon Wolves, like someone's mentioned, they won five-two against the Clapham Rovers, and they're in the Prem. So I thought I could only see that going one way. That result was my was my stat wrong. It was, yep. yeah. Oh, oh, was it? Did oh, you got a stat for nothing? Yeah, no, thanks. Thank you. Lost it, <laughs> <laughs> VAR has ruled it out. Yeah, oh. VAR, yeah, as ruled that one out. Sorry, we'll have to retract that one from the recording. Uh, Steve, where did you go? I'm a lone ranger here. I think I'm the only person who's backed Vale County to win. Um, yeah, you have. I've gone for them to win 2-1, and I'll tell you why. Um, Wimbledon, when I was younger, that was the first ever Chelsea game I went to, and they beat <laughs> us. So, uh, I hate Wimbledon. <laughs> I've only ever, I've been, I've seen Wimbledon once. I think I went to Sellers Park to see Wimbledon against Liverpool uh, when Liverpool had that bright yellow kit with Carlsberg on it. And I think, 97. Danny, yeah. something, something like that. My, um, it might have been Danny Murphy penalty or Michael Owen scored. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I only got to see Wimbledon once. I've seen MK Dons a few times, sadly, as a Charlton fan, but, uh, I went. To, I saw Wimbledon once. Yeah, I don't mind Wimbledon. Didn't uh, they have Jason Yule up front? Charlton legend. Not maybe maybe not in ninety. Not not when I saw him at Selhurst. Uh, I think it was F Anakoku who was playing yeah, up front for a bit. That is a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> you have now. Welcome to <laughs> South <Okay>. Grassroots. <laughs> That's how old I am. Uh, Amari, <laughs> Amari, what was your prediction? Um, I've gone three two. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves um, won in all the games that Wimbledon's won they've scored at least three goals and two <laughs> and two I used to work in Wimbledon so that tipped it for me okay that, that, that was the reason you went for Wimbledon nothing else no other reason because you used to work there really pretty much no, no it's girlfriend. Be a close game but if you work there um, no girlfriends there the, um my fiance sat next to me, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, in the Southern Sunday, uh, South City taking on Rygate Robots. South City, a bit of a juggernaut at the moment within 
uh, Southern Sunday uh, quarters, Bela. They've won and they've won comfortably uh, for a couple of seasons now. Rygate Robots with a good win uh, in the uh, in the league last time out and they're starting to find their feet in the Southern Sunday. But are they going to stop uh, South City this week? I can't see it myself. Um I shouldn't really use eight twos in my own league, so I'm just trying to think that. I'm not going to do that again for, for the Southern Sunday games. But um, I've done it this week just because South City scored 21 in four games. So Start two. Over, <laughs> nah, that's rubbish. <laughs> they're averaging over five a game, though. But, um, right that's, a Robots, stato. that's a stato. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I wasted it. I was a premature stato. That's my problem. Quite an obvious one, yeah. Yeah, the That's disgusting. <laughs> you said it. So, so eight two the prediction. Uh, so, yeah, eight two. The Rygate Robots um, had a good result against Cosmos, and they do score more than two generally. So I thought it was a good chance to use my eight two, but I won't be using it anymore in Southern Sunday games though. Fair play, uh, but eight two. Uh, he's he's rolled the dice. That's the eight point potential eight pointer that could pull you yeah. back in amongst the uh, the, the uh, front runners in this in this game. It won't. Well, we just my luck that week. Fifteen points last week, and he gets it this week. Yeah, uh, I'm back in South City to win three one. I think it could be uh, a big score for South City. We've seen South uh, Rugate Rebels perhaps not get results that they would would have liked. Uh, and South City do score goals. I think I've played the percentages a little bit there with a 3-1. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this is going to be a real good game. Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, I've, I've gone 4-1 South City. Um, I think they're top two. Um, but yeah, South City um, yeah, scored a lot more goals. So um, yeah, I've gone 4-1. Fair enough. Steve? Yeah, I've backed South City as well. They just don't lose much, do they? They're, um, nope. they're going to be climbing through the divisions over the next few years. You can see that. Um, yeah. Looks like it's going to continue this season. They've gone for 3-2 to win. Absolutely. Amari? Um, I've gone 5-3 to South City. Um, and if I'm being completely honest, I thought it was AFC South London and I misread it. Well, you're lucky that you've ended up in a reasonable... Yeah, so it's like it's gone the right way at the moment. <laughs> uh, Russell, back in uh, South City, 3-1. I'm just looking across the board. No one giving Rygate Robots um, a chance this weekend. Have I, have I asked everyone their results, Steve? Uh, Omar, sorry? Yeah, me. I've gone 4-2 South City. Yeah. Um, I, I think Robots will score, but South City unbeaten and they'll continue that. Fair enough. I did a bit of a spoiler alert there. Uh, South City, yeah, everyone backing uh, South City to win. No, most of us by more by two or more. Stephen, the only one who think this who thinks this is going to be um, a tight game on Sunday. Good luck to all the uh, South, uh, Southern Sunday teams uh, on Sunday. Um, hopefully, a good game of football in the league. Last but very much not least, uh, the Quarter Municipal League. Just the three games this week due to uh, some. Uh, issues for one of the teams uh, in one of our games um, but this week Addiscombe Casuals play Bosjam uh, Amari take us away with your um, with your analysis for this one um, I, well it depends what Addiscombe Casuals turn up to be completely honest yeah it um, seems to be that well, way this season didn't it yeah because last season towards the end of last season I'd have said Addiscombe Casuals walk it um but watching Bosch Jam play against Cobbs last week, 
it seems as if if Cobbs could finish their dinner, then it would have been a lot closer. Yeah. Um, but I think Alisson Casuals will come through with the four-two win. That's if Boschem even get there to kick off on time, anyway. Four-two <laughs> win for Casuals. Uh, I mean, that seems a bit. That seems optimistic for me. That's why uh, <laughs> I went for three-two to Alisson Casuals. Um, Ro- uh, Roger going for a two-one Alisson Casuals win. Uh, Dan, I've just noticed you've gone. You've gone for. Uh, a few of these, uh, Dan Cavell, sorry, you've gone for a few of these tonight. You've gone for, this is your third one. Uh, what was your prediction? Um, yeah, it's too old. No, I don't know I went for that many. But um, yeah, I think just just by looking at it, I think it would be obvious to go for a Bosch down win. But Addison Casual, they lost, I think they lost 3 1 to Poison Jazz, who was obviously a very good team. And, and Drew Spartans are also a very good team. So I think it's probably a bit of a false reading where they are in the league. So yeah, I've gone too old. Fair enough. Uh, Omar, where did you go? I've gone for a. I think I've gone for a three, two, one, a yep. two ones with a home win. Only because exactly what Dan said. Just because even though they've lost, they played the top two. Um, so I think they've got something. They're a decent team. So I've just gone for a two-one. Definitely are a decent team. Third place finish last season in uh, the the Michael Donovan Premier uh, and two cup wins. So yeah, Addison Casuals definitely. Uh, a top team definitely earning uh, the credentials that we spoke about in our first of, in our review show of, of being amongst the favourites just not quite at it last uh, so far this season they did start slowly last year as well so maybe bear that in mind uh, Stephen with that in mind wh- where have you gone for this one? I think it's just one of those games that can go either way as you can see by all our predictions uh, there's a few mm. wins for either side and a draw in there as well so I've gone for actually Bosch Jam to win. I think they'll they'll uh, be a close game and they'll probably nick it late on. They're going to go three one, I think. Fair enough. Um, league secretary uh, Russell back in Bosch Jam, so maybe he knows something we don't know. Uh, Russell going for two one to Bosch Jam, uh, and Bela, uh, you've gone for a reverse of that one. Yeah, I was going to see if I could change it to a three two. Same same <laughs> same. Casuals to win. Yeah, of course um, you can. But they look, they look super tough to beat, Addison Casuals, actually. They don't seem to have any sort of ridiculous score lines when I was looking at it. Drawing with Woodside and Spartans. Um, and with Bosjam kind of put it, scoring eight in the last two games, I think they'll score a couple. So 3-2 to Addison, please. No problem. You can have that. Bosjam beating the same team two, two weeks in a row, 4-0 and then 4-3, I think. So uh, take that. As you wish, I believe. Uh, that shows an improvement for a team in Cobbs that hadn't played uh, a game of football before their first meeting. So, um, yeah, don't don't uh, look into that, Bosdam. Those last two results, too much. Uh, this is a different kettle of fish with Addison Casuals, definitely. Uh, down to Division 2 now, uh, Amari and Sandersted. I think they were handily beaten this weekend. Uh, they play Croydon United, uh, a team that you've openly shown your disdain for on, on the podcast. Uh, what do you think of this one? As much as I would love for Sinister to piss all over him, um, <laughs> I think it's going to be a free all draw. Only because Sinister can score goals. They they drew 4-4 with us. Um, and I also know that Crowley United signed, I don't know if you remember, Lingfield um, Sunday team um, from one of the yeah. other leagues, but they've signed a few of their players. Uh, I think they played on the PKFC as well. And okay, yeah. Yeah, so a few of the old PKFC boys now play for Crowley United and Sarnestead. The Sarnestead centre-backs, Billy and um, Nathan, they don't really like a lot of physical 
presence there. So I think that that's going to be their undoing. So for you, I've gone for a Desmond myself tonight. So that's the sixth one. Uh, if you're drinking uh, the shots as we as we do those, uh, Roger backing uh, Sanders did to win four three. Uh, Steve, what did you think for this one? That's one thing you don't want to hear when you've backed a team to win 5-3, is it? That their centre-backs don't like a physical battle. <laughs> <laughs> I was all no. up to helping out Amari here. I know he hates Croydon United, so I've gone fuck Croydon United and I've gone for Sanders to win. Absolutely. Uh, Russell, to be honest as well, sorry to cut you, the, yeah, reason go on, go why, the reason why I don't like Croydon United happened when I played for Sanders as well. So... Okay. I think you can't the, back the him to win after exactly that, happy. then. Then they must be shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we when when I played them, we beat them nine one. But since then, a lot of the boys have made their own team. So yeah, the Amari effect. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna, probably not a positive one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell back in Croydon United to win three two against his old uh, stable mates uh, at, at Sandersted. Well, Sandersted JFC was Russell's team. Sandersted. Uh, were uh, are the original club uh, Bela? Where did you where did you go? Uh, I've just gone. That I've got that Croydon just seemed to bag a few more goals, so I'm going with the Croydon free one. Free one, fair enough. Uh, Omar, did Sanderson lost eight 0 last week? Yeah, they lost heavily. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I've gone for a three one Croydon win. So that again, mate. They did play a team from the league, but they played Kaizen, didn't they? And yeah. a few of their players were out because they went to the Palace game. <laughs> well, when you come back from an 8 0, you're always hard. So I was just going to Croydon to win 3 1. Fair play. Cavell, your thoughts on this one? You're a bit quiet, mate. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Yeah, sorry. Normally I put a line sort of just to help me run prediction, and the line I've put is both had tough starts. So I'm not sure how helpful that's been. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll come out with a 3-2 Sanders did win Fair enough 3-2 Sanders did the predictions our last game uh, this week on the Sunday League show Extra is Spartans quite a municipal team uh, taking on Surrey Park Rangers this is the last of the League Challenge Cup rounds where Spartans played last week uh, in the Plumstead Cup they're playing um, Division 1 team Surrey Park Rangers the Surrey Park Rangers were Division uh, Division 3 champions last season uh, and Spartans runners-up in Division 1. Spartans now in the Michael Donovan Premier, as I say, and Surrey now in Division 1. That's the middle division in um, in the Quota Municipal. Uh, Roger back in a free-all. Um, I don't know why he's done that. I can see Spartans winning this quite comfy. I've gone 4-2 uh, to Spartans in this one. Russell, very happy uh, with a new striker that he signed Amari and he did the business for him last week against Lesser FXI. Yeah, that's why I've gone for a 4-2 Spartans. They did play pre-season and Surrey Park Rangers equalised with literally the last kick of the game to do a 3-3. So that's why I think Roger might have gone with that. Okay. But um, I've gone for a 4-2 and I'm hoping that everyone else that's predicting is remembering that it's not the same Spartans that played no. last season. No, it's not the same Spartans at all. Um, the other That Spartans now play in the OBDSFL. So I wonder if that uh, would have changed anything. But Dan Cavell, you've gone for 5-1. Uh, is that a divisional difference or did you mix up the Spartans teams? Well, no, I've, I've, I've got Spartans are second to top in the top division. Yeah. And then um, SPR mid-table, the league below. So it just seems obvious to me which it will be about that, but I, I might be wrong listening to you. 
No, no, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Russell in the group chat was very pleased with it with his new striker. So uh, yeah. perhaps it, he's going to have a good day against um, lower placed opposition. Omar, you can see a big win as well. Uh, yeah, I've just based it on the result last week. I think they won nine one. I know it was against the bottom division Westwood team, but mm. um, so they can obviously score goals, and because they're playing another um, lower division team, I just thought they'll score more goals. So five two. Fair play, uh, Stephen. Did you mention that the, he had a new striker signed, and he was very impressed with him? <laughs> go on, <laughs> go on. Oh, I, I, sorry, I just heard that before last week when we beat Highfield 6-3, our new striker scored four goals. The week of the new striker then this week, by the sounds of it. Gambian Giroud, we're calling him now. Gambian Giroud, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I've gone for a 4-1 Spartans win um, based on the same thing, divisional difference, and uh, saw that uh, Spartans were flying high in their division. Fair play. Not a silly prediction. At all, uh, Russell has backed his own boys to win 4-1. He's expecting big things. Uh, and Bela, to see us out? Uh, yeah, I've got no notes on this one, so I think I just couldn't be asked at the end of the day. It must be one of my last <laughs> ones, and I've put 3 all. So do, do with that result what you want. <laughs> Thank you very much for your honesty. Just a reminder of the overalls um, so far. Don't uh, worry. That is all right. We don't need to. <laughs> I've got 38. Uh, Cavell's got 42. Omar, 37. Uh, great week last week for Omar, putting him back amongst it. Stephen, 40. Uh, Bela, 32. <laughs> Lots of work for you to do. Uh, Russell, 38. Uh, and Amari, 39. Still loads of football uh, to talk to talk about and to predict between now and the end of the season. Gents, thank you very much for your time and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Good luck, James. Bye. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.